Welcome to the Gas Street Podcast. Our vision as a church is to be light for the city. We really hope you enjoy this message. Well, hello. Good morning, everybody. Come on. How's everyone doing? All good? Oh, it is, honestly, I've got to say, it is such a joy uh, to see every single one of you um, here this morning. Honestly, seeing parents and families, and uh, we just we just kind of a privilege that you would join us uh, today on Baptism Sunday, when so many are making a public declaration of an internal transformation. And, and you know, I, I can't think just of a better day to be in the house of God in church. And, and uh, I, I hope you're feeling relaxed and you're feeling happy today. And I want to take a few moments, I guess, I won't be before you long, uh, just to shape and sort of uh, frame and and bring some context uh, to what is happening uh, today. You know, you see this massive pool in front of us online. If you're online, hello, shout out to you as well. Um, I just want to give some context to what is happening today and uh, hopefully just encourage us all um, by just some of the testimonies and the stories that that are happening that we're hearing uh, today. And uh, I can't think of a better place than to go to the baptism of Jesus. Can I read a few scriptures to you? Is that okay? Can you handle just a few verses this morning? Come on. Here's what it says. I mean, John the Baptist, you would have heard of John the Baptist. He's, he's busy preaching. He's, he's, he's got a hectic job. He's, he's teaching God's Word and he's proclaiming that, that one greater is coming. One that is unworthy to even tie his sandals and hold his sandals and and we'll jump straight to the Jordan River where Jesus steps into the water. And here's what it says. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. Classic. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? Why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, Jesus came out out of the water. The heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on, on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly beloved son, who brings me great joy. Another translation says, this is my dearly beloved son with whom I am well pleased. I wanna share a few thoughts this morning, just using as a subject, I got more than what I came for. I got more than what I came for. That's my prayer. I've been praying for each and every single one of you today. My prayer has been that Lord, Today, let there be more for us in this place than what we came for. Let's pray together. Father, we thank You today for Your Word. Thank You, God, for each and every single person, both in the room today and online, on YouTube, on Facebook. Father, we thank You that we get to gather under Your name, Your name that is strong, that is powerful. Father, we pray today that as Your Word goes out, our prayer is that it would establish what it sets out to establish. That God, it would speak to the deepest parts of our souls and our hearts and our minds. Father, let Your Word today bring hope. 
Let it stir faith in this place, those who are without faith. Father, we pray today that Your Word lands on good soil, that something inside of us causes us to come alive. There's no better day, no greater day than for us to discover today that there is more in You than on Baptism Sunday. We thank You and we love You, Jesus. And somebody with faith said, Come on. Thank you so much, Stefan. Come on, let's thank Stefan. I got more than what I came for. I've got to tell you my baptism story. Uh, and I know this is not uh, everyone's journey, but uh, I was uh, privileged and fortunate enough to grow up in a, f- in a family uh, that went to church. I was a churchgoer. My grandmother was a churchgoer raised by, as an orphan by a Mr. and Mrs. Gillespie, I found out from my uncle this week, who were Christian missionaries uh, living in South Africa at the time in the 70s. And, and my grandmother ended up uh, with, with this great family, and, and they ended up just, just uh, pouring in and, and, and investing who they were into her. And, you know, her faith, of course, came alive. And, you know, looking back, I, I've got to say, you know, her faith in Jesus just completely revolutionized and transformed uh, our entire family. My, my mother was a churchgoer. My, my uncle who helped raise me was a churchgoer. And if you grew up in a household like I did, uh, hashtag in an African house, you did as you were told. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about in the room? Maybe on YouTube, just give me an amen. You did as you were told or else. <laughs> You were in trouble and, you know, so I grew up, you know, going to church and, you know, for the most part, I knew, I knew, the, I knew this environment. I knew the protocol. I knew what to do. I knew how to carry myself. I, 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 knew, I knew the songs and fast forward just a few years to when I was 18, I was sat, you know, much in a, in a room much like this, you know, having drifted away from God, you know, life caught up with me as a teenager and I started, you know, living my own life, uh, living, you know, and, and just seeing things the way that I wanted to see them and having drifted and just feeling pretty empty on the inside and never fully satisfied. I'm sat in a gathering like this, a guy called Reggie uh, is, is is speaking the Word of God. He's sharing some thoughts around Deuteronomy and the Old Testament, chapter 30, where God says, look, I've given you a choice between life and death. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants uh, might live. And in that moment, I surrender my life to Jesus uh, and, and, and I never look back. And I just, and I just begin this, this incredible journey, an ongoing journey of transformation that I'm still on. I'm still learning about God and I'm still discovering every day how, how good He is and, and still getting to experience uh, the joy that He has uh, before. God in this earth as it is in heaven. And then, you know, just as I was graduating as a third year at university, uh, I suddenly realized, you know, I'm, I'm plugged into church and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm serving and I'm on, I'm, I'm on the student team, I'm on the worship team. And I suddenly realized, hang on a second, I haven't been baptized. 
And, you know, just a moment of stress. I don't know, perhaps I thought that, you know, because all of this was familiar, you know, I was comfortable. I probably thought, you know, I could, I could skip the... Didn't apply to me. And so, you know, before I began our academy, just, just as I was graduating in the September, I was going on to begin our academy at church. Shout out Gas Street Academy. You can apply online. Applications are open. Come on. Thank you. Um, I, just, I, I, I took the plunge. Here's a photo uh, that I, I found... Um, it should come up. No, not, <laughs> not that one. Come on. It's, it, is, it is cute though. I used to enjoy sitting in the, in the bathtub, in the, in the bucket as a child. Uh, I just, I, just, I, I graduated, and I put that photo up just to encourage you guys who are getting baptized today. You know, the photo might not be pretty. Don't worry. It's about what's happening on the inside. Um, thank you. Thanks so much. You can take that down. And, and so I, I get baptized as, uh, just as a student. And, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I hadn't realized the significance of this day. I hadn't realized how much power there actually is when you take the next step on the journey and take a plunge. You know, for me, you know, it, it, it wasn't just about ticking a box. Today is not just about ticking a box for a few. Today is about a realization in all of us that when we collide with Jesus, when we open up our hearts, we discover that there is more, that there is more in God. This is not, this is not the end. This is, it's not only the beginning, but there is is far more for us than we could ever dare to imagine. Now, jumping back to our text, I love this. You know, Jesus approaches John, classic John, tries, just like Peter when Jesus wanted to wipe, uh, clean his feet. Uh, uh, John, tries, John tries to talk him out of it. And, you know, it just got me thinking, how often do we try and talk ourselves out of opportunities just because we're scared? Just because we don't quite understand, we talk ourselves out of, out of an opportunity that may just bring the transformation that we need this morning may just be the opportunity for you that might just bring the transformation that you've been longing for, that you've been searching for. John says, I am the one who needs to be baptized by you. So why are you coming to me? I mean, for a start, John was an interesting guy. You know, one of the Old Testament prophets, Isaiah, said about John, he said, he is a voice shouting in the wilderness. I prepare the way for the Lord is coming. Clear the road for him. And when you think about who would introduce Jesus to the world, I reckon John would have been the last guy on the list. I, I don't even know if he would have made the list. And to say that he was unique would have been an, an understatement. He was a wilderness man. Have you ever met a wilderness man? No, I didn't think so. On YouTube, have you ever met a wilderness man? Neither have I. Neither have I. Uh, this guy, it says in the Bible that he ate locusts and wild honey. Now, just imagine for a second, it's, it's dinner time tonight. We've had baptism. You're home with the family. And the main course is grasshoppers. And the dessert is wild honey. For me, Yes to the wild honey, you know, maybe with a little bit of pancakes. I love that. Uh, but no to the grasshoppers as a main course. No thanks, uh, not for me. Uh, John was an interesting guy. His message was not necessarily polished, but it was blunt. It was to the point, in fact, as he was preaching at times, he often verbally attacked those, those who were listening. And yet Jesus, and yet God saw fit to, to choose and select John as the one who would introduce Jesus uh, to, the to, to the world. And, and you know, this wasn't John's first rodeo. He was, he was John the Baptist. 
He had, he had the title. He had, he had been preaching a baptism unto repentance, and people had been listening. They were, they were being convicted of their sins. They repented, and they received a baptism as a, as a witness and as a sign of their inner transformation. But when Jesus stepped into the Jordan River, he was different. I want to let everybody know today who is searching, who is asking the million-dollar question, what is life about? Everybody who is, I don't know, you, you know you're questioning this. I mean, you, you sat here today and, you know, we're singing this song, I'm no longer a slave to sin, and, you know, you're still trying to figure out. I want to let you know today that Jesus is different. John could see that in his, in his face. He didn't come as one who had, who, who had sinned and as one who wanted or needed to repent because, because um, it is the witness of Scripture that he was absolutely sinless. But rather, he came as the one who was majestic. He came as the one who had authority. And when John looked at Jesus in the face, he could see the difference. He was used to looking into the faces of those that were filled with guilt, those that were filled with shame and remorse. And Jesus, listen, he, he had none of that. He was the Lamb of God that would go on to take away the sin of the entire world. My sin, your sin, whose sandals he wasn't even worthy of carrying. But I love this. I love that Jesus, even right at the beginning of his public ministry, as he was getting baptized, he, 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 gives, us, he gives us the gospel just in his interaction uh, with John. The very core and the essence of our message as Christians is that when you collide with Jesus, you always get more than what you come for. Verse 15 says, it should be done for we must carry out all that God requires. The word that is different for me there is we. For this was not something that simply Jesus, Jesus must do, but rather John and Jesus together, the sinless one, get this, and, and the sinner, both together to fulfill God's plan. Or as the gospel at large teaches, the one who had no sin to repent of takes his place among those who had sin to repent of. The one who was sinless went down into the water of baptism. That was the portion of the sinner. And, and, and while John was dealing with others about their souls, notice this for a moment. In that question, he takes a moment to inquire about his own soul. And you know, as amazing as today is, you know, we are celebrating uh, it's, it's powerful, it's amazing. So many have made a decision to follow Jesus and today they're making a public declaration of their faith. But, 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 but while it is about a few, I've got to pose the question and ask each and every single one of us today, how's your soul? How's your soul today? Where are you at? How's your peace? It should be done, Jesus said, for we must carry out all that God requires. This baptism was God's will. Jesus, in our text, what he's doing is he's committing himself to the will of the Father. That is what is happening. So in a moment when we see people come and, and take the plunge, what is happening is there is a commitment that is happening to the will, to the will of the Father. What is baptism? Baptism is a symbol of Christ's burial and resurrection. Us, uh, our, our entrance into the water identifies us with the death of Jesus on the cross, his burial in the tomb, and his resurrection from the dead. 
Paul, you know, who wrote most of the New Testament, said to the, Colos- to the Colossians, let me read this to you. He said, going under the water was a burial of your old life. Coming up out of it was a resurrection. God raising you from the dead as he did with Christ. When you were stuck in your own sin-dead life, you were incapable of responding to God. God brought you alive. That's our prayer today, that one or two or three of us today perhaps would come alive. Those of us who have been dead in our sins and our transgression, that, that our prayer today, and we'll give you an opportunity to do so in a moment, our prayer today is that you would come alive. Right along with Christ, think of it, all sins forgiven the slate wiped clean, the old arrest warrant canceled and nailed to the cross. What is being buried here today? That which tries to rob you and I of a love, of a freedom, of a hope that is found in a relationship, not in religion, but in a relationship in close proximity with Jesus. What is being buried today? That which tries to separate you and I from peace from union and, from, and form a chasm between us and eternity with God. What is being buried here today? Perhaps doubt. Where a few may have once doubted, but today they now believe. What is being buried? Perhaps distraction, condemnation for past choices, shame, guilt, fear. What is it for you? What is it for you that you need to lay down? My job today is just to ask you the question. I've got just another seven minutes, but, but, but what is it for you and I today online that, that you need to lay down before God and bury? Charles Spurgeon said that baptism is an acknowledgement of our own death in Christ. Why should a living man be buried? Why should he even be buried because another man died on his behalf? My burial with Christ means not only that he died for me, but that I died in him so that my death with him needs a burial with him. Jesus died for us because he is one with us. The Lord Jesus Christ did not take his people's sins by an arbitrary choice of God, but it was most natural and fit and proper that he should take his people's sins since they are his people. It pleased the Father to lay upon him even your sins and mine. He went up to the tree loaded with all this guilt, and there he suffered in our room and stead as we ought to have suffered. It pleased the Father instead of bruising us to bruise him. Woo! That's good. It is. I'll preach. So baptism is not something we do for God. It is something that he does for us. This is why we read in Paul's letter to the Romans, he says, have you forgotten that when you were joined with Christ in baptism, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we may also live new life. The burial is not all. No, 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 no it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't stop there. It, that's not it. The text, the text describes us as buried with a view to rising. Oh, if you are one with Jesus, you must be one with him through and through. One with him in his death. One with him in his burial, in his resurrection. There is more than what you came for here today. Though there is a death and a burial of an old life, today is, we, we celebrate new life. We celebrate hope that has been restored in these lives. 
We celebrate today disappointment, not, not disappointment, but disappointment and, and separation that has now turned into unity, that has, that has turned into joy. And dancing today is powerful and significant because a bunch of people have realized that there is more. There is a union with Jesus, a coming together that is set forth in baptism. Something comes alive. Something shifts. Something, something changes and and I'm excited about it. How about the band come up as I close? This is my first close of three. <laughs> There's something that is coming alive in this place today. You, there is more than what you came for. You, you thought you were coming for support. And, and for the most part, you have. But just in a moment, I'm going to invite those of you who, who perhaps are far away from God. Maybe you have drifted to make a decision today. I mean, we, we, we can't chuck you in, in, in the pool, but, but perhaps you can make a decision in a moment. Check this out. Here's what happens as, as Jesus comes up out of the water, a supernatural response from God the Father. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said this, is my beloved son who brings me great joy. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This is a little difficult grammatically, but we have to read it correctly. It doesn't say that it does, a dove descended on him. Listen, we haven't organized for a bunch of doves to come today, right? We haven't, we haven't done that, I'm sorry. Uh, but the Spirit of God descended on him. The image of the dove represents the way in which the Spirit was descending. Two things. Firstly, this is a discussion for another day, but we have here an, an anointing or, or another word, an, an empowerment by God's Spirit. That's what happens when we believe in Jesus. Something supernatural comes upon us. As we heard from the doctor just a few weeks ago, Christianity is not natural. It's supernatural. When you make a decision to believe in Jesus, something supernatural comes upon you. Woo! Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. An empowerment comes on him, not, not just to preach and to teach, but for his whole life, for that which lay before him. An empowerment for that which he would go on to do and who he would do it for and what it would cost him. Even Jesus needed that extra empowerment to do the will of the Father. Secondly, why is the description of a dove used? You know, I don't mean to bang on about doves, okay? Today's not about doves. The dove is often described in terms of peace, especially in the light of the dove sent out by Noah after the judgment of God on the earth. You know the story. The dove is a harmless and gentle creature. It's a harmless and gentle, and gentle creature, but why should peace be signified at this point? It's a bit random. Again, if you read up on doves in the Bible, you'll quickly see how significant they were. They were the sacrifices of the poor who could not afford bulls and goats. They were accessible to the lowliest of people, such 
Such was the Spirit of Jesus. So right after Jesus made this commitment to doing the will of the Father, the Spirit of God descends on Him, on Him as a dove, as a bird of sacrifice, as a bird of sacrifice on the one who would become the sacrificed, on the one who would take my place on the cross, on the one who would carry my guilt, my shame, my condemnation. I deserve to die, but God saw fit to send Jesus to take my place, to take your place. Thank you, Jesus. And in His death, I would, re- I would receive new life. What is my practical today? What's my takeaway? Come on, let's do the will of the Father. This faith is not one of restrictions. It's not about what you have to give up. Throw away your list. Forget about listing the things that you need to give up in order to become a Christian today. Forget all that and start to consider what there is to gain. New life, freedom, faith, opportunity, love, light, close proximity with the Saviour of the world. Woo! Come on, I'm excited. I might be the only one in the room, but this is good news. This is good news for you and I today. This is good news. Stop focusing on what, the, what you have to give up, but start to consider what there is to gain. This is not about do's and don'ts. This is about relationship. It's about a freedom that is found in the one that makes right our wrongs. It is about the one who when we step out, He steps in. It's, it's about the one who, when we count ourselves as unworthy, some of you today have counted yourselves as unworthy. Some of you online today, you've counted yourselves as unworthy. But Jesus today has one word for you. Worthy. Worthy, Josh. Worthy. 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 Oh, oh, I'm not a Christian. Chosen. Set apart. Free. Called. I have put purpose on your life, says the Lord. This is my beloved son, daughter, in whom I am well pleased. He's pleased with you today. Yeah, 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 you bring him joy. Oh, but you know, last night I did this. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, you bring him joy. You make him laugh. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? <laughs> Can I give you my testimony about my collision with Jesus? Here it is. When I collided with Jesus, I got more than what I came for. Bow your heads, close your eyes, let's pray. Father, we thank You today that there is more. 
Father, we thank You today for a realisation, a coming alive, young and old. Nine years old, 75. Every person in between and on either side. Father, we thank You today that You love us. Father, that there is hope in You. That today is significant, not just for a few, but for many. Every person today, there's something for us here. Just with your eyes closed and your heads bowed, I'm gonna say a, a very simple prayer. But what this prayer does is it brings you out of isolation spiritually. It takes you out of living your, your own life, which doesn't bring true satisfaction and true fulfillment. And this prayer brings you right into relationship with Jesus. It's, it's a step. It's a start. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things, you know, you'll, to do from this point on. But the first step is to say, Jesus, I surrender my life to You. I don't understand it all. Our job is not to understand. Our job is to trust. I implore you today to take a step to trust in Jesus. In the room, online, family members, whoever you are, Forget about the person sat to the left or to the right of you in this moment. This moment is about you. Your heart is beating. You know you've been distant from God. Maybe you've rejected Jesus before, but today is the day where you say yes. Woo! Come on, every eye closed, every head bowed. Pray this with me. Everyone help me out so you know no one feels alone. Dear Jesus, thank You for Your Word. Thank You that You love me. Thank You that You died for me. Jesus, today, I choose You. I choose life. Come into my heart. I'm sorry for my sin. Sorry for running away. But today, I run to You. In Jesus' Name. Amen. Just keep your eyes closed just for a, just for a quick moment. I just wanna, th those who prayed that prayer in the room, online, you pray the prayer, no one looking around, just quickly, just, just be brave. Just slip your hand in the air at the count of three, not just yet. And let me know, oh yeah, come on, I've got two hands already, that's exciting. Is anybody today, you prayed that prayer, you're saying yes to Jesus, you're beginning a new journey, you're a family member, you're a guest, or you've been around a long time. Maybe you're online, just at the count of three, slip your hand in the air. Let me know, one, two, three, quickly, if that's you, slip it up. Awesome, awesome, thank you. One, two, just lift it high, keep it high until I see you, that'd be awesome. One, two, three, four, awesome, five, six, seven, eight, awesome, anyone else? Nine, 10, awesome young man, come on. Jesus loves you, man. He's got a plan for your life, buddy. He does. Anyone on this side? Awesome, saying yes to Jesus. Thank you, ma'am. Awesome. Anyone else? I lost count there. Doesn't matter. Heaven knows. Father, I thank you today. Decisions in the house, in the room, just online, just type a big yes. Say yes in capital letters. Big yes. Father, thank you for these people lifting their hands today, saying yes to you. What a great day today in the house. Father, fill them right now with your spirit, with your power. In Jesus' name. Someone said? Amen. Hey, if, if you raise your hand just as you leave today, there will be some, some packs. We'd love you to grab one. I have decided packs. If you're online, come just jump online, gastric.church forward slash yes. You said yes. Let us know. And uh, it's been a pleasure to speak to you today. Let's watch this. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. 
If you want to find out more, visit our website, gastric.org, or follow us on Instagram at Gastric Church. <laughs>